You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranak, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. As usual, pretty excited to give you a little sneak peek back of the business and breakdown on the expenses of running an online business. So if you're a little bit nosy like me, you are maybe wondering how much it costs to operate an online business, how much people are paying for their software, for their team, all the things in the back end. And if you are, you're in the right place because I'm lifting the curtain today and I'm going to share with you some numbers and figures and some breakdowns. So I just want to give you a little bit of an insight into the expenses that you can expect when you are running an online business and the expenses that are what you should expect in the beginning and then as you scale as well, right? Because what I'm paying now to run my business is very different to what I paid in the beginning. And so today I'm going to walk you all through that. So if you are interested, then definitely keep listening. So if you are an online coach or you want to start an online coaching business or a service-based business like maybe VA, brand design, or anything along those lines, and you are looking to grow and scale that business profitably this year, and you don't want to do it with being sleazy and salesy and creepy and just DMing people all the time, then I want to invite you to register for my brand new free masterclass that's going to walk you through a three-step sales system to grow a wildly profitable coaching business. And it's going to show you how to do this even if you have a really small audience or your audience is kind of crickets right now, or you're someone that's like hated sales up until now. The masterclass has been getting absolutely rave reviews from people that have watched it and I'm making it available for free right now. So I really want you to jump on if you haven't watched it yet. And inside you're going to learn some of the biggest mistakes that everyone makes when they're building their coaching business and how you can avoid this so that you are not actually missing out on sales from the get-go. If you implement this, you're going to make sure that you are protecting your business from day dot and attracting the people to you that you want to attract. I'm going to also learn the big secrets to attracting clients who have zero price objections and who are going to say yes before you've even pitched them. And if that sounds too good to be true, know that it is absolutely possible and that me and my clients rarely ever get price objections, which is really what you want, right? You don't want to have to convince anyone and you don't have to convince anyone when you know this one thing. And then I'm walk you through my three-step sales framework 
that is going to help you turn that online audience, no matter how big or small, into paid clients without being pushy or salesy. I honestly think you should be paid advice, but it's free for a limited time. I don't know, maybe it will be paid one day, maybe I will turn it paid, but I really encourage you to jump on and tune in if you haven't yet. There is a link in the show notes for you to register and choose a time that works for you. Now, if you are someone that is growing an online business and you want to know what are the expenses that you should expect or think about in an online business, I want to break down some of the expenses that I have currently in my business when I am, in fact, I just did my taxes in Australia, mid-year is tax time. And so we have to complete our taxes at the end of July. And I was just gathering all my documents to take to my accountant. I haven't gone to him yet, but I was gathering everything and all of my tracking and my numbers and spreadsheets and all the receipts and all the things. And as I was doing this, I was looking at my expenses tracker and thinking, hmm, this is interesting. Like, look at these expenses that I have for my online business. And I thought it was so interesting because if you didn't know this prior to this, I actually was an owner of a brick and mortar store and it was a completely different experience. The expenses of running that business were wildly different to the expenses that I encounter in running an online business. And so I really think that we as online business owners are really lucky because as you will see, our overheads are very, very low. And my heart goes out to brick and mortar businesses that I have been dealing with shutdowns and lockdowns for you know a, a while now because they are really suffering. Those overhead expenses, they don't drop, like your mortgage doesn't drop, your rent payments don't drop, and they've really had it tough. So my heart definitely goes out to them. But here is a little breakdown of what some of my current expenses look like. Now, when I want to emphasize current because I'm going to share with you what they looked like in the beginning. But now I'm at a stage where I've really grown my business significantly, where my business is at a scaling stage. And so there is more and more expenses. And as you grow and scale, your business is going to naturally have more expenses and that's okay. That's just something that you have to accept as part and parcel of building an online business. So my expenses really fall into a couple of main categories and those categories are my software expenses. So those are the expenses for all the things, all the subscriptions, all the software that I use to run my business. Then I have my team expenses. So this is any of the expenses that I pay my team who helps me run my business. And this includes my online business manager, my podcast manager, my accountant. So those are the three kind of core team members who are always on my payroll, I should say. They're not employees in terms of like officially full-time employees working for me. They're all contractors, but they are my core team. And then I have ad hoc team members. So for example, I might have project-based hires like web design or branding or any of those similar type of 
projects that I might have in business. So those then also come in, but variably, they're not expenses I can expect every month. And then I have coaching expenses, what I pay my own coaches for courses, programs, or coaches that I work with. And then lastly, it's kind of variable expenses. So these are really expenses of things that are one-off, right? And sometimes these really add up for me, but they're like office supplies and they might be things like client gifts or they might be like some educational things. um, So like smaller courses that are not ongoing. Sometimes it's Facebook ads, though we, we rarely run ads. So I haven't not spent much on ads, but things like that, that would fall under my variable expenses because they don't happen all the time. So breaking those down, my monthly expenses when it comes, oh, and then also, sorry, I should mention there is like bank fees because my payments are processed through Stripe and PayPal and both of those platforms charge me fees to process the payment. So then there is also bank fees to take into account as well. So the kind of general expenses that happen every month in terms of software, they have grown significantly over the course of my business and that is you know naturally to be expected when I just started out I would say my software expenses were well (laughs) they were zero right first of all because I used pretty much all free software and there is so many amazing free softwares out there that you can use that you don't have to pay for you really just need a way to be able to talk to clients and to accept payments, right? And all of those things can be free. For example, you can just accept payments through Stripe and you can communicate with clients through Zoom and Voxer. And both of them have free subscriptions. So in the beginning, really it was zero. And then it grew a tiny little bit because I, for the big kind of first software investment that I invested into was Kajabi. And Kajabi was the platform that I used to host my courses, sales pages, web pages, email marketing, all the things. And that was in the 150 to $200 mark. I can't remember exactly per month. And that was really my main expenses. Now, as time has gone on, I have added more software to my business. And I'm someone that's very careful about adding software. My rule is don't add it in unless absolutely necessary. But there have been things that have been necessary to add in and that just makes sense to add in for the business. Uh, For example, one of the things that we did is we switched from the Kajabi email marketing to the Active campaign email marketing, and one of the reasons why is because Active campaign was more robust in it allowed us to have evergreen offers and evergreen funnels, and we needed that functionality for that, and so it just totally made sense to switch to that. So now my software expenses look somewhere more in the six to seven, sometimes eight hundred dollar range per month depending on what I am subscribing to or unsubscribing to, I do a bit of an audit every few months and go, okay, are we using this? Is this necessary? Can we delete this? Can we remove it? But that is the range of where we're operating at right now. Like I said earlier, like this is incredible as an ongoing expense. If you think about it, you can run an entire six-figure, multi-six-figure business for under a $1,000 in software a month. Like, 
what that is huge huge like that is such a huge advantage of online business because when I had a brick and mortar store just our monthly rent was like five thousand dollars and nothing else our operating expenses were huge absolutely massive and I don't have operating expenses like office space or anything like that So then the next big expense that I have is my team, my core team that I pay. And I'm not going to break that down into super detail because obviously I want to keep private how much everyone is charging that is for them to disclose. But my team expenses, they'll vary anywhere from the three to $5,000 a month mark, just depending on what I'm doing, what's happening in the business, who is kind of doing more or less work or whatnot. So that is a monthly recurring expense. And it's, it's probably apart from coaching, that is the biggest expense in my business. Now I use the word expense, but I don't really look at it as an expense. I should clarify that for me, it's an investment. All of these things are investments. And even though my accounting spreadsheet says are expenses, I'm like, oh no, no, no. These are things that are investments. They are saving me time. They're saving me money. They're saving me sanity. They are absolutely helping me grow this business. And so these are all things that I'm so grateful for to be able to afford and to be able to pay for every single day. And when those payments go out, I send them out with gratitude versus, oh, can't believe I have to pay this again. Okay. So the next thing is coaching. And this is kind of under my variable team. And that is probably my biggest monthly expense. And this expense does vary because a lot of the times if I can, I will do paying full payments. So it's a bit hard for me to tell what the monthly expense is, but I would say that I would probably on like a monthly basis be paying anywhere from 500 to a few thousand, maybe three or 4,000 for coaching, depending on who I'm working with, what I'm doing and what's happening in my business, what kind of support I need. And again, it's not an expense to me. To me, this is a massive investment, something that I'm always very happy to invest in and that I invest in with a lot of intentionality when I do so. And it, like I said, it depends. Some months the expenses for coaching are really low and some are really high, just depending on what payments I have coming out. And then the last kind of pillar of the expenses is variable expenses. And these really like really vary, right? From like $100 to like $3,000. Again, completely depending on what is happening in the business and what I'm paying for that month. So sometimes I'm buying a one-off course. I don't count that in my coaching. I count that in my education. It might be in the thousand dollar mark where I'm having my expenses and other months is just like I bought some pens from Kmart and it's like $20 or whatever. So it's varied and these expenses vary month to month, but definitely my largest expense by far, just looking at my, my kind of overall expenses for the last year have been in coaching and then followed by team expenses and then followed by software. And, you know, those have all helped me grow my business so, so much. And I'm so grateful for them. And I would say that as I was really ramping up and scaling my business in the last year, I have probably invested more than I might have usually invested on a usual 
year or that I invested in my first year because I realized that what got me to one stage wasn't going to get me to the next stage. And so I needed to up level and I did it all very intentionally, not just kind of throwing money, hoping that people are going to fix my problems, but knowing that if I want to go to the next level, then I need to surround myself with the right support. And that meant team support, coaching support and the right software support. And I would say if you're listening to this and you are someone scared of making investments in your business, then you really need to understand that that type of mentality is going to keep you where you are forever. Because if you never invest, you never get the return on investment. If you never buy shares in a company, you're never going to get the dividends. And so people are usually sitting around complaining like, I can't believe that company gave out this huge dividend and I can't believe all these people got it and why didn't I get it and they never even bought the freaking dividend the shares they never even bought the shares so you have to first buy the shares to get the dividends right you have to invest in the things that you need to help you grow your business and not gonna lie a lot of these investments were super scary for me to make I'm like oh my god if I have like all of these thousands of dollars in monthly expenses, that means I need to make that a minimum a month so that, that I can go and I can pay, right? I can pay myself and I can I can first pay these people, but then I can pay myself. And I haven't even obviously mentioned uh, tax expenses here, which I would probably say are the, the one of the biggest. But every month after I've paid my team, I then have to put aside money, not just to pay myself with the rest of it, but to put aside money for tax and to make sure that when tax time rolls around, aka now I'm not stressing out and freaking out going, oh my God, I don't know how much tax I'm going to owe. What do I do? But I actually have a tax account that is sitting there waiting for me to dip into so that I can pay my taxes with ease. And that is what I do. Every month when I look at my expenses, I put aside money for tax. And so now that tax time has rolled around, I can, you know, go to my accountant and not be stressed knowing that I've already been putting money aside. And by the way, the way that I run my business and my expenses is using the profit first method. Let me know if you have heard of Profit First. Let me know if you use Profit First and let me know if you are just hearing of it now and you're intrigued and you want to know more. If you want me to do a podcast episode talking about the Profit First method, because for me, that was absolutely life changing to implement in my business. So that's it. I hope this was a really interesting little uh, way for you to sneak peek into the behind the scenes of my business. I hope you enjoyed getting a little close up of what some of these expenses look like. And I also hope that if you're in the beginning stages of your business, you're not thinking, oh my God, that's what I need to spend or that's what I need to do to grow my business. Not necessarily so, right? We make choices on our investments based on where we're at and what we need to and are comfortable to invest into to grow and everyone's business is going to be different. And it doesn't mean that just because I've invested in something that you should invest in it too. 
but it does mean that you will have to make investments. You just will like flat out. You will have to spend money to make money. Money does not come from you refusing to spend money. Money does not come from you being on a free subscription to a software that you know you need to upgrade to. And if you're not willing to upgrade your mindset to the fact that, okay, this is an investment and I'm happy to pay it because it's going to be a return on dividend, you're probably not going to be the person scaling their business. You're not going to be the person seeing returns on your investment. And that's just a simple fact. And People skip and dance around that, but I'm hopefully telling you like it is. So I hope you like that candidness in this episode and me sharing these numbers with you. I hope they're helpful. Let me know what you thought of it. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you are loving the podcast, please don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are the biggest thing in the world when it comes to podcasts. They mean so much and it means so much to me when I see your reviews pop up. So it would mean so much if you took the time to leave one today if you haven't already. All right. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.